Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. Nothing Fifteen turning sixteen, farm girl Naomi Streamer was offered a recording contract, a dream come true. But it all fell apart. Then it happened again, another recording contract. And it fell apart. And then again. And then a chauffeur came up to her with a message that he was given in a dream for her, which changed everything. Naomi explains from the beginning. As a farm girl from Nova Scotia, what was it like to get your first recording contract? It was just, you know... As a child, I had no idea that they existed. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I was so secluded. I had zero idea that you could be a professional singer. It was all I had dreamt about from the moment I discovered radio at like, you know, 10, 11, 12. I really, truly believed in that moment, you know, my life was going to change. And at that time, the, the glitz, and you know, I'm in New York City, and, and I'm at this huge, massive corporation, and it was just huge. It was, you know, the biggest thing ever, and let me into the high life, and and let's go travel the world, and let's make this record, and let's go into these massive million-dollar studios. And How did the recording contract come about? Basically, when I was 15 years old, I had researched, and I had just been very determined to find my way into the business, and I got offered a deal with a company in Florida who was working with wanting the Baxter Boys and NSYNC and leader Britney Spears. And um, so got offered a deal with them. My whole family moved to Florida. And when we moved there, I made the decision, as you know, this 15-, 16-year-old young lady, that I didn't want to work with them <laughs> um, because I, I didn't like the level of manipulation. I wanted to do my own thing, and I wanted to write my own songs. I wrote some songs with a producer from England, who introduced me to a publisher, who introduced me to a lawyer in New York, who, you know, then I got on a plane to New York, just told my parents who were saying, we can't afford this. Wow. Promised my dad, dad, I'm going to go to New York and I'm going to come back with a record deal. And the, that just doesn't happen. That I went there, met with, met with Sony, first an A&R guy, then the vice president, and then the president on the last day of my trip. And she offered me a deal right then and there, yeah. To work with people of that caliber... You know, I mean, doors like that that opened. When we look back on our life, we think surely, you know, there are too many coincidences to be coincidences. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think uh, without a doubt, God was right there the whole time. And yeah. I would praise Him um, through it all. And, you know, even with some of the, the music um, that I was making, I remember the biggest mix engineer in the world was mixing it. And he goes to my mom and he says, this song isn't about a boy, is it? This This is... Is this, he said, it's a song about God. Wow. And I was trying to be really, you know, weave it in without anybody knowing. And when it, you know, the deal literally, it fell apart in the very moment it was supposed to be exploding onto the scene. And, and I'd been told for several months that it was going to be the biggest debut of the year. And, and um, you know, it, had, it was a sure thing. It had tested in the top 10, top 40. And, and instead of it just being huge, it was my entire team getting fired in the same month that my record was supposed to come out. Even the very president who brought me in got fired, and there was no one in the company because everyone had their own projects. And so everyone was like, well, I have my artist that I've been working with for a year or two that I need to get out, and there was no room for me to squeeze into some other team um, to say, well, you adopt me. <laughs> I went into a very deep depression, 
and just couldn't see what the plan was for my life. And I thought, I'm finished. I'm done. You know, I, I don't, I, I never had a plan B. And, um, I ended up singing in bookstores to make a car payment. It was, you know, and I was pleading with God, like, why have you done this to me? And in those bookstores, I ended up signing a second deal. Wow. And yeah. And from that moved to Los Angeles and, and then worked with Carlos Santana and these huge opportunities. And, I, and in these moments, I was thinking, God, you know, this is the one. And, and you know, the first one, maybe it just wasn't meant to be that way. And, and this one's going to be bigger, and I'm more mature now. And we, you know, I have a better relationship with you. And, and that one, I guess the hype was building even bigger than the first record yep. because of Santana being involved. Yep. And it literally, as we approached this release, we barely got the single out, and it climbed to the charts and did really well. And, and I was watching the wheels fall off on the project, and I just couldn't believe it was happening. Again? Yeah. Basically, it fell apart before the record ever came out. Oh, wow. What do you put that down to? What, what? Well, now looking back, I, I can see it now as God was saying, I want to give you the reassurance that, that you should be doing music, and I want to give you something that you can share with others. Yes. And I honestly, I know without a shadow of a doubt, if either of those records would have been released and they would have done what everyone said they were going to do, I certainly would not be speaking to people about Jesus. Tell us your journey uh, from uh, the Santana to today, briefly how you went into the Christian recording scene. Absolutely. It was, a, it was literally a moment in a studio in New York City, a hip-hop studio. It was Sean Puff Daddy Combs' hip-hop studio. And there I was. And I was just wondering what I was doing there. And a chauffeur approached me and, and basically gave me a message and a dream that he had had the night before. And he said, I ha- I'm supposed to give this to you from the Holy Spirit. Told me my whole life. Said back to me the very prayers that I've been having of, you know, why is it that I'm about to reach out and grab all my dreams and they just crumble into dust? And um, he said, you need, you need to make a decision. You're either going to continue down this path, follow your dreams, have them crumble into dust, or you're going to walk away and give it all up for Jesus, yeah. Naomi Streamer. You can hear her music and get info on her book on her website, naomistreamermusic.com. It's a good reminder, isn't it, what Romans 8.28 says, all things work together for good to those who love the Lord. When I'm lost in the shadows, weary from the lies, when I'm nothing more than broken, you stand by my side You fill my heart with wonder And with every star that shines It reminds me of your love You are the hope that breaks the dark You are the God who holds my heart Nothing between earth and sky Can separate me from your love Hanging on to
that I do hold my 